You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. Welcome to Me Time with Stephanie. This is Stephanie Boutte, and I am so, so excited because we have a special guest with you today, and that is Mrs. Amy Hall. She's back with us, and you know, when you come on this show twice in a row, that means that you really had some good content on the first time. So Ms. Amy Hall is going to interview, um, have a nice conversation with Ms. Evelyn McKinney, and they're going to give you all the details about um just the consulting companies and rebuilding themselves and just so many things that I thought that that would really interest you guys. So again, welcome Ms. Amy Hall and Ms. Evelyn McKinney. Well, hello, Evelyn. How are you? And by the way, I'm going to refer to you as Ev because I know your formal name is Evelyn, but you and I aren't formal anymore. Not at all. Not at all. I'm well. I have one cup of coffee under my belt today. And so... Bless you and lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it is always a blessing and lucky me to be here with you. So just for the audience, I'm going to introduce myself and then I'll turn it over to you. Hello, my name is Amy Hall. I am an entrepreneur. I own a bridge building company, which is Armstrong Steel. And I used to own a family-owned highway construction company, uh, which was Ebony Construction, which was in asphalt paving and milling here in Toledo, Ohio area. And I'm also a life coach, and my life coach company is called The Empowerment Group. And what I think is like really, really cool is that um, before when I started, I would always say um, when I owned Ebony, we did roads. And so I was helping people from a life coach perspective, helping people pave their way back home. And now that I own a bridge company, I'm saying now I'm helping people bridge the gap between mm-hmm. where you are today and where you want to be. Also a proud mom of three boys and very active in the community on different boards and organizations and so and so forth. And so now I would love to hear about you and where you are and what you're doing. Who am I? Well, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is. I am Evelyn McKinney, born and bred here in Toledo, Ohio. I am the principal owner of Be Alive 365. We are a public, private, and social sector consultancy firm. Um, really working around community community change, making significant impact. We do program design and implementation. We also do evaluations and outcomes measurement. Uh, At the beginning of this year though, super excited. We decided, hey, it's not enough. So we actually launched uh, a lawn and landscaping firm uh, called Lucky Bird. Awesome. So it's been a fun ride. That's exciting. And and when you talk about like all the things you have on your plate right now, right? So you have your consulting business, you have Lucky Bird, um, you have then your personal side of things. And sure. for me, I have the bridge building company. I have the my um, life coaching stuff and I'm building some or developing some property mm-hmm. up in Northern Michigan and on boards. Uh, that brings us to what I would say is a really important topic and such a probably one that touches everybody's lives, whether you're male or female, young or old, and it's balance. 
And as you talk about all the things you talk about, the first thing that ran into my mind or jumped into my mind was like, ah, how do you balance it all? Right. And so I think this is such a great opportunity for you and I to have this conversation of balance and what does it look like to you and what does it mean to you? Well, um, so Amy and I, we spend not a lot of time together because you're a globetrotter, but we enjoy spending time together. So just this past weekend, we rode up to Detroit um, to go to the Eastern Market. And it's always so good. We have seamless conversation. And she's like, so how are you? And I was like, oh, do you really want to know? And I'm always so thrilled to see you. But let me tell you, I felt like Pigpen. I feel Mm. like Pigpen. With that huge dust bowl, all these bits and pieces. And I explained to you, recently I've been feeling overwhelmed. Yes. Because I feel like my personal space my professional space, my private space, it's all collided and nothing is making sense. And I feel out of balance. And it, it's frustrating because when there's that disconnect, it, it, it's not a, a fissure, it's a fracture. Oh, absolutely. And so in my mind, I'm like, I gotta fix this, but how? So right. it was really good to be able to tell somebody, Lord Jesus, <laughs> like the world is a spinning and I'm just in the middle of it, but I got, I need to right size. Oh, absolutely. And I think on our, our drive up there, we talked about how so often things show up in our physical world that are reflective of what's going on like us, like mentally or emotionally. And mine always or used to happen and now it's sometimes it's like my counters in my house but it's clutter like when my closet gets like out of control and there's just stuff everywhere that is a huge reflection for me to look in the mirror and say ooh, like what is going on with me in my mental space Mm -hmm. because so often I get so many things just spinning in my head that I don't know where to start it's almost like overwhelming because I'll look at something and be like, ah, like I start there. And then another thought will come in and then I'll get sidetracked and I want to go over here. And when I realize that there's certain aspects of my life that reflect me mentally, it was such a great learning thing to say, oh, okay, here's where you are. And okay, what next? And like, what do I, what do you need to do in order to get your thoughts back in check Mm -hmm. and get your physical world reflective of your thoughts being in check. In my mind, it's not the closet. I am such a creative that my mind says, what can I do with how I'm feeling at this very moment? Because if you remember in the car, I was like, oh, I'm going to create a one-day summit about balance. I'm going to invite women, and I'm going to put this all together in my mind because I can design it in the 40 minutes it takes us to get to Detroit. Exactly. But what the, But then you get there, and as soon as I said it, I was like, aha, mm. you are completely ignoring, recognize. Yes. What I'm doing is I'm just shifting and I'm creating yet another piece of pig pen dust right. to go up into this bubble because I know I can do that. 
And there are things that I don't necessarily want to do at home. I don't want to fold clothes. I don't want to wash the dishes. I don't want to mow the lawn. Well, actually, I do like to mow. Yes. But I don't want to do all of that. But creating some an additional thing mm-hmm. is just going to make my space and my balance even more thin. Oh, absolutely. And so I love the fact of you saying there are things now that if I see them, they're triggering me by saying, uh, my closet's out of order. Let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And Absolutely. so it is, I'm, I'm a control freak. Let's be honest. Um, and if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I am a control freak. But I know I need to get this stuff in order because also nothing can thrive in chaos. Yes. You just can't. Yes, yes. And I cannot create additional spaces to with outlets to do something more and cause myself to be spread even more thin. And, that, you know, I think you've hit on like a couple of like really, really great things is that sometimes we don't take a moment and realize like what's showing up in our world for us to really self-check. Mm-hmm. Right, we're like, oh, it's just a desk, or oh, it's just my car, or or oh, it's just for me, it was my closet, um, or oh, it's just that that thing, and that you know, oh, there's a there's a level of you know what I would say bomb blowing up, right? That I'm used to, and that is normal. So there might be times when I'm messy, but then it will get to a critical point, and I'm like, ah, like I, I need to tidy up and tighten up, and I find I do that with myself too where like I let myself not do necessarily all the things I want to do. Like say I want to get up and I want to go for a walk and I want to meditate and I want to get my day started like really solid. And I'm like, ah, oh, I can do that tomorrow or I can put it off and then not, not ever get to that point until it's so uncomfortable that I'm just like, geez, I have to like stop and, and do all these things. And mm-hmm. so, you know, how do we catch it early on and not get to that that critical point because I'm like you, where I, I'm like a I'm a creative girl, I'm a visionary girl, and I have like all these ideas. Mm-hmm. I really don't necessarily want to like execute everything, but I'm I'm like, hey, I have a great idea. Like, let's run with this, let's do it. But sometimes I have so many great ideas, like they don't even come out because they're just in my head on sure. the hamster wheel. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. You talk about like that block. You're creating like an additional block, an additional space where you don't want to address things. Mm-hmm. And so really you're just manifesting like this greater, you know there's a sense of urgency, but you don't want to address it. Yes. It's like the elephant in the room. But I can tell you there's nothing worse than waking up knowing I have to do these things Making the like the conscious decision yes. to say, you know what, I'll get to them later. And then tomorrow comes. Yes. And guess what? The first thing that I'm encountering in my day is the frustration with myself that I didn't address it yesterday or the day before or the day before. That's powerful. But actually just saying, you know what? get it done just get it done when it comes to like business like we don't 
we have things we have to do. Oh, we don't have the luxury to say, you know what? I'm just going to do that tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. We would both be sitting here broke. <laughs> you would not be building a single bridge. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, the gaps would be what you created. Yes. And in the, the loss of balance. So I am, I, I just want everybody to know um, that I did not make the decision to hire a maid because I can do it myself. Yes. But my balance from last week to today, it, it, I, I found a little bit of equilibrium, but I'm, so I'm proud of doing a few things, Yes. but it's really the recognition that some of the spaces and some of the time and the energy that I'm giving away, I have to re-engineer mm -hmm. how I operate, or this is just going to be a consistent cycle oh. that, that I'm not going to break. Absolutely. And, and then I'll move in with you and you can take care of me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Come on, it's just myself and Hugo nowadays. <laughs> Hugo's our dog. And so it's myself and Hugo these days. So I got plenty of room for you. But I remember I was, um, I go away and I, I meditate like once a year with a group. And we've been doing mm -hmm. this now for five, six, seven years now. And I remember the facilitator said in our group, and he talked about like your mental to-do list and how your mental to-do list drains your energy mm -hmm. because it taps into a part of you that distracts you. Sure. And and at first I was like, ah, like, okay. Or like, okay, like mental to-do list. Sure, everybody has them. And mine isn't distracting and, and mine isn't draining. But one day I was sitting at my desk and I was going over all the things I needed to do. And I was like, oof, good Lord. <laughs> like, this is like way too much. And he was a hundred percent right and that was a huge um moment for me to be able to say you know what let me start creating take my mental to-do list and put it on paper mm -hmm. and i like either i like to scratch things off my to-do list and so i'm like okay do the dishes check do this scratch off scratch off and i feel such a sense of relief now when i do that and I can totally feel the difference when I go to bed knowing that there was like that one thing that I put off, that I go to bed with it on my mind and I wake up with it on my mind. And it's, it's intrusive and it interrupts mm -hmm. like my sleep because I might wake up at two in the morning. I have a tendency to wake up between two and three in the morning and then whoop, oh, that thing. Yep is right here sitting on my shoulders. Have you ever experienced something like that? Every day. <laughs> I used to go to bed. I, re I remember <clears throat> some friends of mine, they used to be like, oh my gosh, it's just too much. Everything's too heavy. I go to, I can't get to sleep. Maybe I'm, I'm taking melatonin or something, tea, hot cocoa to get to sleep. Right. Um, I don't sleep well. And when I wake up in the morning, it's right there. And I was like, not me. I was like, I sleep like a baby. <laughs> when I go to sleep, when it's time for me to drop, I drop. I go straight to sleep. But I too, before I go straight to sleep, before my mind says, okay, shut down, and then I literally fall asleep. But until that moment, it, it carries forward. Sure. And then as soon as I wake up during the middle of the night, it's there. Yes. And then the morning, it's there. Yes. And so... If you allow something to continually perpetuate 
at what point does it become the norm? Absolutely. And so where is the service and gift to oneself mm-hmm. if you consistently like devoid yourself of greatness because you're locked into stuff that you can't even tackle? Absolutely. And that is, it can become very painful yes. for people. It can become debilitating mm-hmm. um, and it destroys because it shows up in you. We're recognizing not everyone does that. They're not in that space yet. But how does that also impact the rest of your household? How does it impact those closest to you? Mm-hmm. How does it impact those you're doing business with? Everything is impacted. Oh, and you know, you are so right. I have um, taken a step back and raising three boys, right? You, you really learn so much more, or I have learned so much more about myself through my experiences with my children versus me helping them learn about themselves. I think sure. they have been incredible teachers for me. Uh, about myself and and one day I learned about how my emotions impact my children like the moment like I like lose it on something the oldest one I watched was like the domino effect like I yelled at the oldest one the oldest one then yelled at the middle one and the middle one yelled at the younger one and it was like but it was all because of me and it was all because of, of what I've started and the last few years, I've really taken the time out to work towards balance. I've, I work towards, I meditate, I clear out the energies, I look at things showing up in my life, um, I take new opportunities, and, and, and I let go. I, my word this year is surrender, right? So I am learning to surrender all that does not serve me anymore um, to the universe and, and let all that does serve me come into my life in such a way that is helping me move forward and helping me create this balancing space. Mm -hmm. But even though none of my children, I'm an empty nester, so none of my children live at home, that that energetic thing that I have been working on for myself, I see show up in all my children. Absolutely. So I have one in Columbus, one in LA, and one in um, Boca. And so, but I see it. it, it's this incredible, powerful shift that even though we're not in the same physical household that the connections that we have in our lives help them learn balance as well yes it's been powerful that's interesting i'll tell you a little bit about charlie ray in a moment but what i i wanted to say as soon as you said it i was like this is indicative of how i know that i have been out of balance and it actually isn't that my house is in disarray for I close to a decade now we have sat down every year at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. we brought our little notebooks we got some tea yes. and we're like all right what is your word or your phrase for the year. Yes, you brought, you started this. I did. Yes, you started I must with have me. had a lot of balance back then. <laughs> or a lot of time to think. But this year I didn't do it. Oh. I did not do it. Okay. So may I borrow your word? Absolutely. All right, surrender. Surrender is powerful. <laughs> and be willing to let go of that what does not serve you. Absolutely. Yes. And I think uh, one of the blessings that I have is in my group of friends, 
um, although small and really close knit, mm -hmm. is that people love me. Yes. But people also love themselves. Mm -hmm. And to be able to have conversations that are open, that are oftentimes uncomfortable, I can enter in with an uncomfortable thought or feeling knowing that the love from my friends and from my family, that it's okay to have a conversation and say, you know what, this is not working right now. Right. And they're not looking to, they're not, I don't need a mentor. Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that you introduced yourself as a, as a coach because you are. But coaching, um, you ask powerful questions that aren't for me, you're not telling me what to do. Right. You're saying dig within yourself. Oh, you are a whole yes. person. I am here for you, but we're gonna figure it out. Yes. And so I am, I just feel blessed to have that space with people in my life. Mm -hmm. So I'll surrender, I'm a surrender, um, but I knew I need to dial it back. Right. Um, just to kind of level set. So if I may, just really quickly. So Charlie Ray, who is my significant other of almost 18 years, um, this year he has also been saying to me, all you ever do is work. Mm. He hasn't said it once. This is a common thread in yes. our conversations. So the energy that you talk about with your boys, yes. I'm putting out a different energy and his response is frustration. Sure. I'm frustrated because you're bringing to the table pig pen mm -hmm. and you're not allowing yourself to shut it down, to recalibrate and it's going to harm you. Mm -hmm. And that's the love. Absolutely. Now he might not say it in a loving way. He might be like, all you do ever, ever do is work. Yeah. But out of love, he's telling me, and he's saying, you've got, like, it, something's got to shift. Yes. So this conversation is timely um, and is real for me. That's and, and I believe that the universe gives us uh, messages all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe it comes in a whisper. And then if we kind of shake it off, it comes with a little, like, tap on the shoulder, like, yoo-hoo, trying to get your attention. And then it comes with a, a knock on the door. And, you know, we're still in our heads and we're still doing things the way we want because the universe is only here to help us. Right. And then it comes with a, a slap in the face or, or one of these things, and it gets bigger and bigger until we stop. Or we are forced and to stop. We're forced to stop. And then to say, take a look at ourselves and say, okay, like what is going on here? What is it that I am? What lesson am I refusing to learn in my life that has caused this to come my way in order for me to see it? Sure. And, in, and, and one thing I think when, um, when you were talking about all that's going on in Charlie Ray, I, it sounds like there is... Um, for him, a connection piece with you that because life is so out of balance and because maybe you are primarily focused on your professional and your, your, that part of your life, 
that the connecting piece that he's looking for for from you mm-hmm. as a partner, as a friend, um, as that significant rock in your life, he's not able to connect with you because right. our life is out of balance. And so whether it's Charlie Ray or whether it is I'm busy exercising or I'm distracted mm-hmm. doing these things or my to-do list is long, it creates a space that we are not able to, to connect with others because we haven't even connected with ourselves to begin with, let alone connect on a more intimate and deeper level with our friends and our peers and our children. That That's what they're looking for is that connection. Right. And I've just realized something. Is this my midlife crisis? <laughs> I was like, wait, is this it? So midlife, that means, okay, I have another 50 plus years to go, but no, but seriously, and I know that people experience this all the time in in different phases of their lives, but I do recognize, um, you know, time is finite. It is. And if I am not giving to myself to live, to be my best self, I'm not wasting, I'm I'm wasting a piece of my life, which all I have to do is get it back in order. Yes. And and it really is just that simple. Right. Is, I think you referred to the elephant in the room earlier, right? You can't eat the whole elephant at one time, but you could take a bite, right? And and you can take and you could take a step towards working towards balance. And balance might change because sometimes I believe in my life, like nothing is a 50-50 balance all the time. There are so many things that require my attention more over here um, than at other times, right? Mm -hmm. So so coming into Armstrong, buying Armstrong a a year ago, it required something of me more than what me being at Ebony did because Ebony had been there for 35 plus years. And so there was, there was a different energy that was required of me at that time. However, being mindful of balance and not overweighing my life that much that I want to then maybe instead of working um, all the time, I shut it down at like 430 or I take a long weekend mm-hmm. and, I, and I shoot off to my favorite destination spa uh, or, or or do a staycation, right? You don't have to go somewhere in order to achieve balance or even eat better There's there, or, or pay attention to what I'm watching on television. Pay attention to the music I'm listening to because that might mm-hmm. be creating this anxiety and this thing which feeds into that out of balance feeling, right? So, so often I realize I'm feeding into, I am my, my, my worst enemy at, at times, right? So I get that feeling of anxiety and then I do more things to create more anxiety, to, to feed sure. that monster in me. You know, I think that when you, yes, yes to everything that you've said, but also like, Level setting. Rome was not built in a day. You're not going to tear it down in a day. But when you're giving energy to one thing or another, I think that people don't realize when you're out of whack, you don't just get back in whack and everything's okay. Exactly. It really is recognizing 
this has manifested itself to this point. I don't want to have, have it happen again. Yes. So let me go ahead and kind of like back up and get things together. But then what? Mm-hmm. So I also have to ask myself really tough questions about how do I not arrive in this space, which is causing me some angst. Yes. And so I was going to save this to the end. Let me put my glasses on. But someone sent me a quote recently, and it says, and I'm not sure who the author was, the true cost of something is the amount of life that you exchange for it. Ooh. And I, that's powerful. when she sent it to me, I thought to myself, oh, oh okay. Could you read that again? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> the true cost of something is the amount of life we exchange for it. That's powerful. It's it's daunting. It actually gives me goosebumps because what it tells me is someone else has gone through what I'm presently experiencing. I know that there is, you know, I'll get this, I'll get it figured out, but I also know like I have to shift mm-hmm. my mindset in order for me to not arrive back in this space again. Yes. And I might, but you sure. know what? No one's half the battle, right? Absolutely. And there's awareness that comes with life's experience, right? Right. And there's a wisdom that we hope that that we have now in our backpack or in our arsenal mm-hmm. and, and in our minds and that are in the forefront of things as we go forward. And so we don't continue to do the same things over and over and expect a dis- different desired result correct um i think that was the pure definition of insanity right it's of doing it that. was and so as we move forward and as we get as we look at balance be willing to let go of sometimes the things that are familiar and comfortable right because they're not getting you to where you want to go and always have the understanding of we're we're in a finite time now our time is finite. Yes. And so what are we willing or not willing to do and to give up in order to achieve all of our greatness of who we are as human beings, as who we are as souls, as who we are as mothers and and fathers and, and just people and humanity in the world? Because balance is is the the, the launching point for for all things in my life. Absolutely. Well, I know we're getting close, even though we could sit here and talk all day. We're getting close to closing out our conversation. I am going to borrow, um, we can co-own, the word surrender, because that really Mm. resonates. I know that I am, I know I have some work to do. Um, Join the club. Thank you for the conversation. Work in progress. But I also know, like, there's so much greatness in me. Yes. And in order for everyone to be able to receive it, including myself, I'm gonna clear some things out. I have some shifts that I need to make, but surrender is such a beautiful word Mm -hmm. because it's it's willingly, but there's also an exhale that happens with that. And there's power in that, which creates equilibrium, Mm -hmm. i.e. balance. And did you also know, I'm a Libra. My scale should oh, not be yeah. tilted like this. But, but True. Th- well, True. right now, yes. we're like this. Sure. But you know it. I do know it. 
you and it's it. I'm gonna work through it. Yes. But I just am so thankful for this conversation. What a great conversation, and it, and it's so powerful for me. And, and thank you for the quote and everything you've said because it really helps me remember um, what is important. And, and that we're not promised tomorrow. No. And so stop the procrastination, get the things off my to-do list so my life can just be filled with all the magic and miracles going forward. Amen to that. Yes. And so with that, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so grateful for your time. And you know, I always love you dearly. And I love you back. Yeah. <laughs>